Welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. This is a show where transparent Christian men from opposite walks of life get together to have authentic conversation. These conversations are about real daily life and worldly topics affecting us today. Thanks for listening. Welcome, welcome to Sling and Stone, another episode. Yo, yo, yo! What's up, fellas? What's going on with y'all, man? We're here. Another episode, another day. Another day, another episode. Another right? day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm happy you say that, man, because that's what the today's um, conversation is going to be about. Hey, man, we're going to talk about money. Money talks. Big money. money talks. I like it. Listen, growing up, that's one of my favorite movies growing up. Money talks. Money I used talk. to love Chris Tucker. Who wear your shirt at? And before he judged me, before before Christ, you know, and I know some of these movies we shouldn't be watching all that stuff, but the money, the movie was funny at the time. It, you know? was. And, it was. And 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 he actually now, you know, he gave up a lot of money. Speaking of money, he um turned down a lot of money when he was offered to do um the Friday series. Remember the Friday movies? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And because it was gonna compromise his his belief. Wow. Um, he no longer wanted to be portrayed as, as, as a person who was smoking weed, you know, just hanging out. He didn't want to portray that, even though it's just a movie, but it was convicting him. So he didn't even, I'm talking about Chris Tucker here. He didn't even want to even touch those roles anymore. Wow. And at the time, he would have been, I believe, the highest paid actor. Like, he was the hottest thing at the time. He was. He was. It's about funny. And then the rush hours came Bro, out. Man. man. Hot cheek. <laughs> cheap suits cheap suits listen that's one of my favorite movies to sit down my son loves watching we sit down and just have a blast with them and bro. and um they're coming out with another one but i don't know see i don't and know money make you come out of retirement nah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make you go in retirement and come out i can't see jackie chan still doing them bro, stunts like, bro listen <laughs> how old is jackie now jackie about 60 plus bro yeah, but the money he making though he probably got a new leg bro. new <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm 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 a stern believer that everything has a price, bro. Yeah, everything, everyone has a price, bro. You guys ever watch wrestling back in the day? Remember, back in the remember day, the, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Million Dollar Man, Teddy Biasi. Oh, come on, he's like bro. everybody has a price. Everybody, bro. Yeah. Everybody has a price, bro. Um, man, but but I think I think it's dope that we understand how how money really works. And again, we we're not giving out any financial advice. We just no. you know having open conversation about you know money and how, how it moves man I, I really think that in today's society if you only have one source of income it's it's, it's hard it's tough especially yeah. now with inflation everything like that it's hard and um i was talking i think it was jimmy the other, uh yesterday i was at a ihop and there was this lady being loud i wasn't being nosy on a conversation i took my son out to breakfast um i had the opportunity to just have one-on-one time with him so i took him out to breakfast went to ihop and my son's funny man like i'm we can go anywhere. I was like, money's not a thing. We can go anywhere right now. What do you pick? He picks IHOP. I said, go somewhere new. Oh, let's go to IHOP. Another time, I was like, hey, so we can go to lunch anywhere you want to go. Taco Bell. I'm like, dude, anywhere. Like, Taco right. Bell. That's what they're accustomed to. Yeah, but, but the, this lady, going back to the lady, the lady was like talking about the Bible this, the Bible that. And I don't know what Bible she was reading because a lot of stuff was an error. So I was like, it was hard for me to, I was wanting to say something. I was like, I'm not going down that road. I'm here to have time with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, but, People even quote the Bible or misquote the Bible when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time, I think you guys were there, I was preaching, and I said that, that I forgot exactly what I was talking about, but I was talking about how powerful money is. And in this world, money is everything. It is. Money is everything. He's like, oh, that's evil. I said, no, the love of money is the root of all evil. So a lot of people try to quote the Bible and say, oh, money is evil. Money's not evil. 
If money in my hands, I'm not going to do anything evil with it. Money takes on the, guess the character or the spirit of the person that's managing it. If, of course. So you give money to somebody who you know wants to commit a crime, then the money becomes he. Would, money is 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 an exchange. Whatever money will turn into whatever you want it to become. Exactly. If you need a loaf of bread, go to the store with some money, and that four or five dollars, whatever how much bread costs now, will turn into a, a loaf of bread. Um, if you want sneakers, that those dollars that you have will turn into a pair of sneakers. So it's behind. It's who's managing it. And when I hear that saying, "Oh, oh, money is the root of all evil," have you ever got up and seen a, a five dollar bill go rob somebody? Correct. <laughs> you ever seen a hundred dollar bill go rob somebody? Yeah. So how is how is money evil? It all goes back to who handles it in. Yeah. That's where the problem is, and I think people say that because they have lack. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll you'll hear somebody who's not financially in a position. Um, Say stuff like that, like yeah. look, money is the root of all. Because they never, they never had it. They yeah. never was in a position to, you know, be able to maneuver life with, with money. Because anything that you want to do on this earth is going to require some money. If you want to go save the whales in Africa, whatever you're going to need money. Yeah. If you wanted to, you know, uh, go go start a, a car wash business, you're going to need money. Like it, it, it's it's just a requirement, but. When you, when you put that before God, there it is. That's when it becomes a problem. When you start idolizing, yeah, but yeah, of course. And, and I don't want people to that's listening to think like you know that's that's you know that's important and, and money is, is is first. No, it's if we don't have it, how can we maneuver in this world that we have today? Mm-hmm. If if money wasn't everything, why do you go to work daily? Correct. Correct. That's Why? just the world we live in. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because everything costs money. So, everything. You know, nothing's free. <laughs> you know, so before before I go forward, I just want to give a shout out to Christian. We're down one. Um, but, you know, um, we're going to keep pushing through this. He's, he's spending time with the family. So, spending time with um, the fam. Chris, Chris. It's what always, up, baby? Family is a priority here at Slinging always, Stone. Always, always, always. Family always going to come first. They come before the money, too. Yeah, for sure. So, but back to the money thing. Um, it, it like you said, Ron, it goes to um, the hands of it, right? So, mm-hmm. it could be. I know we did an episode on on you know the you know guns, right? Mm-hmm. So the guns wasn't the it's it's who's holding the gun mm-hmm. on what you do with it, right? I know in where in Miami where I'm from, they used to they used to say um, pit bulls were you know bad, right? But pit bulls aren't bad. They're bad because of the owners. How you train them? It's, mm-hmm. it's that we're not there and trained them. It's, money's no different. You get you put money in, in the hand of somebody that that has bad intention. That money's gonna go that direction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you and know, that's funny that you say that when we talk about training. We wasn't trained on money. I wasn't trained on finances. That's true. I didn't understand how money really worked. Yep. And I'm like, now that I'm up in age, I'm I'm finally understanding like the importance of you know maintaining money. And learning how to budget, but also putting my kids in a position to where they understand how money works too. Yeah. Because listen, it's a it's a problem when we get down to to the day's world that we're living in. And if we aren't financially literate, it's a problem, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It, it it's it's scary, bro. Yeah. Because our kids don't see money. No. They they don't. They just tell us, Oh, mom, dad, or, I need this, I want I need that. This. And, and you know, <laughs> PlayStation fives, that's five, six hundred dollars right now. And they, 
I can't imagine back in the day asking my mom for five six hundred dollars. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know it's funny because um, I was raised extremely with lack of money, right? <laughs> very very low lack, and what that did to me now was some. There's sometimes where, you know, uh, I I be thinking like, am I am I? It's just not a priority for me. I know I, I pay my bills. I'm not saying that's not the priority. I'm saying like. I just don't, you know, when we, when we, as a family, I'm always like, oh, we're going to be tight this week. That's nothing for me. Like, in my mind, I'm like, even us being tight is nothing close to what I was, had l- lack of growing up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I'm cool with that. Now, the kids, on the other hand, oh, no. you know, they're, they're which, you know, we can't have McDonald's. We can't have this. <laughs> we can't have, like, when, listen, growing up, when my mom said, we tight, I'm like, how much... Tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, we eat blocks of cheese and eating the same rice for the whole week. Like what? We, and now we're gonna get tight. Like yeah. so, it's it's a different view. So I don't I don't worry about it. I don't. It's not. I, I you know maybe that's wrong. But I just I me growing up that way. I'm just like tight. Being tired. I'm okay with that. But I understand that. And and I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm rocking with you on that, Jimmy. I just think the in 2023, there's no reason why you shouldn't be financially straight because there's so many mm. different opportunities for you to, you know, get money. You got DoorDash, you got mm-hmm. uh, Uber Eats, you got Uber all that Eats. stuff. Yeah. There's so yeah. many ways, but it, but that comes that people don't want to have a perception. Oh, like you do Uber Eats. Like when people look at certain stuff like that, they think they're above that. Mm-hmm. So when you think you're above, you know, getting your financial straight, right. then you will always be below it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, bro, you shouldn't have no pride in providing for your family. That's right. Like if I needed to go do Uber Eats and all that stuff, I'd do it probably. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm the best Uber. <laughs> I, bro, listen, I'm pulling up. Hey, yo, yo, I got it. It's ready. Let's do it. Delivering the food. I'm delivering the, uh, but I'm the so, soup. I just feel like the day and age we live in, yeah, there's not like if you wanted any amount of money, like you can go get it. But you gotta work it. You gotta work you it. You gotta work it. You like, know what I noticed, Ron? This new, this new generation. Um, like when I go for an example, right? When I used to get my hair cut. By the way, haircuts are just. I was just talking to, you know, Mario about this the other day. Forty bucks. Oh, 30, 25 bucks for a haircut. Minimum bro. right now is twenty five. That's Minimum. ridiculous. Minimum. You know what? I cut my own hair. But anyways, listen. <laughs> so, um. Having said that, when back in the day, when I used to get my hair cut, I go to a barbershop, right? They used to cut my hair within 15, 20 minutes, and I'm out, I'm out the seat, mm-hmm. right? And, and they're on, in Miami, they on to the next. They, they're pushing. I come up here, and, you know, it's like an hour and a half for a haircut. <laughs> Dude, in my mind, I'm like, where's the hustle, bro? Like... But that's an opportunity. Like, yeah. if you think of it, like, someone like me would see that and if this was my calling. Like, in other words, if I wanted to be a barber, I would look at it as an opportunity and be like, yo, imagine if I'm work. if I, this is what I see these barbers taking an hour and a half. Imagine if I, I get on there, that means they're not hungry for that money. Mm-hmm. I get in there with my own mindset and I'm like, yo, I'm knocking 20, 30 minutes, you're out the mm-hmm. seat. <laughs> Somebody else got to yeah. sit there. But, so that, that goes to what you were saying, Ron, where there's no, there's no, like, excuse yeah mm-hmm. for for that when there's so opportunities are crazy out there crazy but now having said that the same way all these doors open door dad all these opportunities open there's other opportunities where they taking your money 
you know, uh, my my debit card just got hacked two weeks ago from somebody just walked right by with a a, a machine that just kind of scans your card. That's mm-hmm. technology, bro. Like you know, that's this is where we at. This wasn't going down ten years ago. And and that's the the beauty and the curse of technology. Yeah. That in some ways it has made people lazy because things are easier to do online or even jobs online or doing things working from online. And then um, and going back to the barber story, it, it's it's I think it's cultural too, and also. I mean by cultural, like normally New York, Miami, those are fast-paced cities. Yeah. So I think part of it is cultural, and some, and the other part of it is people don't have the same work ethic. Um, because we live, especially in the United States, we live in a society that we want trying to make money fast with the least amount of work. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Who doesn't yes. want that? Um, but there's times that if you want to be really successful, you're going to have to grind. I haven't seen anybody who really, really, really made it and just sat back on a couch and just, it just... Happen the money from just nothing to around. to having you know an, a, an empire. You know, it, no, there is a time that you have to get down. You got to get dirty, blood, sweat, tears, all that stuff. You have to get in, but we have no excuses because, like you're saying, Ron, there's so many opportunities. So many, and then sometimes it might you might have to take up an opportunity that might not. Sometimes you not might even be passionate about it, mm-hmm. but you can learn a skill set or something by taking that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I have a good friend of mine who. He tried to make it in the physical, like was um, personal trainer. Yeah, he was good at athlete and everything, but it was it was hard to break into that in that um, industry. And now he's doing something totally different that wasn't even in his radar. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the his mentality was his goal was always to be financially stable and have financial freedom. Absolutely. So his I mindset see. was, I don't care what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So he went into an industry that he would have never thought. But right. this is after trying to do physical um the physical training another business another business that took off but didn't take off the way he thought it would and had and and we people automatically would say he failed three four times no no he learned from that process until he found something exactly that hit you know and now he's doing really well on something he even wasn't even on his radar so sometimes we got to get outside of of what we think it should look like exactly and and sometimes your passion ain't gonna make you no money Correct. Because <laughs> uh, let, let's say you live in Florida and, and your passion is to have a, a sweater line. <laughs> well, you know, it, good work. luck with that it, one. <laughs> but so when you do your passion, though, you got to make sure it's, it is your passion. Yeah. And not like a financial, the gain out of it. Like if it's your passion, it's your passion. You know, um, I never had a passion for the podcast, right? But eventually I'm like, man, that, you know, for me, this is, I love it. I love yeah. doing podcasts, mm-hmm. right? We can tell. But I had a friend of mine <laughs> that was like, "Yo, how much do they pay? How much?" But I never looked into that. Yeah, I really have. I I can tell you right now, what's an average, you know, a, what a person, you know, what podcasting. I couldn't tell you. I mean, that, but that goes to show you that that that's not where my interest was. My mm-hmm. interest was coming here for the passion of it. Love, I love to get on here and just speak to the people and and share life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. um when you do it for the passion, I, 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 li- I would like to say eventually the money would just come along with it. I believe that. You know, I the, really do believe that, too. I really believe if you really passionate, and, but that goes for anything. Yes. Even like, you know, just the other day I was having a conversation with my daughter and she's like, you know, I want to do this. And I said, what makes you think of that? And she's like, oh, I looked up in the Internet how much they make. I said, mom, you, that's not how you find a passion. Like, find something you want to do. Don't worry about what they make. Like, 
as long as it's something you want to do, like you come, there's people out there that, you know, whatever it is, cops, doctors, some people may not have wanted to, you know, and they, they hate their job, you know, it, and some love the job. It is what it is. But mm. if you didn't do it for a passion, if you didn't do it because it's something you would love to do, then eventually even that could be a dead end job. Yeah. If, if you're doing something for the money, eventually you'll burn out and eventually you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll leave it. Absolutely. And, and, and if you're doing it for the money, just know that. Just know that. Right. And I'm be saying, okay with that. Be okay with it, knowing that this, I'm going to try to maximize the amount of money I'm going to make in this. And then when I'm done, I'm done. And then I'll use that for what else, for something else. Let your job not, if you're not, if you're in a job that you're not passionate about, let that job fund your passion. Absolutely. Let Absolutely. that fund. And um, I think it was Miles Monroe that he was talking in China and the culture over there. And it's crazy because if you look at it over here, how many, I know on the West Coast is different, but over here, do you really see Chinese people working like in, in different industries? No, they usually see them working for themselves. Because the mentality growing up over there is if you have to work a job for somebody else, let that job fund your business. Yeah. So yeah. now you're going in there with different mindset. I'm only here for temporary. I'm here to get this amount of money. And once I get this money, I'm going to start my thing. So it all depends how you, we cannot be controlled by money. No. We no. got to control the money. We tell the money what to do, what you, I want it to do for me. So it's very important to, to speak on these things because even in relationships, people lose friendships over money. People get divorced over money. But there's a saying too. It says, you know, make the money, don't let the money make you. Correct. Correct. And, and that's a true statement right there. Correct. Because there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of people that, you know, when you, like, when you, when you start off by saying, let me look at the internet and see what, what, this, what, what pays the most. And you want to do that, you're literally allowing the money to make you. Because you're, you're chasing the money and not the passion. You're not going, man, I, I would love to do this. You know, and and or as opposed to getting on the internet and be like, what pays two hundred thousand a year? You know what I mean? And then you go mm-hmm. in with that. You know, it might be a job you not want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, there's people that do. Um, I know a friend of mine that does. Uh, you know, um, he works for the city. He take you know he does drive the the garbage trucks. He loves his job. Yeah. They pay great too, by the no, way. They do. They do. They, they, they do. Don't knock that. They pay they really do. good. Good retirement. When, good I benefits that, and everything. when I heard what they make, I'm like, dude. I'll toss some trash. I, mean, I, I, I have no it. problem hanging I'll behind that truck. In a suit. In a suit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's 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 crazy, you know, just how we sit here having this conversation and a lot of stuff going through my mind. It's just like us as a people. And when I say this, because I, I do a lot of stuff on the side too, like you know, some um, you know, investing and trading and all that stuff. I think we really got to understand like what life skill do you have that you can go to and make some money to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have a life skill. No, like a lot of people Facts. just was taught, you know, just to go work for somebody else. And I'm not saying working for somebody else is a problem because all of no. them have a job here no. right now, but it, it's a program. It's a system, and the and the reason why it works so perfectly, when we our school systems and everything, they teach us to go work for somebody because who gets the cut first when you start your first job, Uncle Sam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't get paid first. He don't even trust you enough that you're gonna pay him. He takes his money Take off the you. dribble. So as if I can get everybody to go into the workforce. I'm making my money ten times more. Mm-hmm. You are a business for them. Ex- <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that business is you. But yeah. but but we we don't understand that kind of logic. We yeah. just think, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. But life, it, 
you really have control over your life. You and, and when you start to think outside of the everyday norm, you really have control over your life because you choose to do what you do. Yeah, you yeah. choose it. And we got to understand this. And I know for for our age, we've seen our parents work years yeah. and years and years and years and years, and you know that was it. We got to understand that it's a process to get into where you want to go. Right, LeBron James started playing basketball at five. He didn't get his big payday until he was 18. Mm -hmm. That's 13 years of hard work. Mm -hmm. Now, if you tell somebody, these new kids, like, hey, you got to work 13 years to get to where you want to go, like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. But 13 years set him up for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. They like, don't want the process. The, the process of it. Yeah. Because you just don't want to make a lot of money real quick. If you don't have any psyche behind it, you're going to lose it. Yeah. Yep. So yep. it's understanding like, bro, it's a mental game when you're in a position to make a lot of money because now you know what to do with it. Yeah. Right. You want to be able to, you know, set up some some Roth RIAs. You want to be able to, you know, invest in different little businesses and, and have some residual income coming in. So now you can kind of, OK, boom, I got this going, this going, this going because your money, they're soldiers. You're supposed to send them out mm -hmm. every day to bring back more. Mm -hmm. So there's only 24 hours in a day that you can work. But the more money you have, the more money you can earn because yeah. you can send your money out to go work while you sleep while and sleeping. your money's working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the power of it. Being in a position to have your money work for you. Yeah, it's a mentality. It's a mentality. And, and we do have to, in life, you have to take some risk. There's no to. gains if you don't take a risk. And, 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 and it's so important to have these conversations. You can be, I didn't grow up knowing anything about money. And I'm still not claiming that I know a lot about money, but I'm not afraid to have the conversations and, and, and ask. Yeah. I have a buddy of mine who just started doing Airbnbs. I'm asking him, how did you get started? How do you do this? You know, that might, might be an avenue that I might explore. Yeah. You know, and, and he, he said he lost some money, but he learned a lot from it. Absolutely. He's like, he's like, the way I see it is we pay to go to school. He goes, so I don't see this money as a loss. I see it as I went to school. So the next Airbnb he gets, he already learned. So he's not going to make the same mistake again. So you pay for what you learn for. So you have to invest. You have to invest in yourself too. So it's very important to have these talks, have these talks at home. And I know um, it used to be one of the toughest talks for me, especially with my wife in the beginning stages. Whenever she said, hey, let's talk about the bills, let's talk about the finances, that was like cursing me out. I used to get mad. Why? Because I didn't know how to talk about it. Yeah. So now I feel, even though she wasn't doing it that way, she just wanted to make sure everything's good at the house. Right. To me, you're poking at my my weakness. Mm -hmm. So now you want to expose me. That's my mentality. This is not what she did. She wasn't doing this at all. But this is how I felt. Then I felt a certain way because she was making more money than me at the time. And I'm like, oh, we got to talk about this. Because I, I, I feel like I have no say because I don't have the, the, the bigger account. You know? Right. So, but, but it's important to talk about these things. It is very important. And, and, and we talked about this before off, off air. But poverty is a mindset. It is. It's it a mindset. Is. You can take somebody that's that's from from nothing, but had the right mindset saying, I don't want to live like this all my life. They'll get out of it. They'll find a way. But somebody who has that mindset, well, my mom was, was you know, they were on, on the government assistance, not knocking government assistance. But government assistance, welfare is just that. It cap you. Yeah. They tell you, this is how much you're going to get for food. This is how much you're going to get for rent. All this other stuff where I need to see that I can get more than that. Absolutely. So you can't fall into that system. You got to, we have to start elevating our minds. Got to. And I heard this saying, um, it was so profound to me. It was like, we ask rich people for money and broke people for advice. <laughs> Let that really sink in. It should be the other way around. 
Yeah. <laughs> it should be because we'll end up taking advice. Say that again. We ask rich people for money and broke people for advice. So that, as soon as you said it, it clicked. And and the reason why is, the for an example, I'm not rich. So I hang with people in that level, mm-hmm. in that level. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, some of my friends, maybe a little bit more money, you know. But I'm saying not Bentleys and none of that, right? Yeah. So it's a lot more easier because they they right there. Mm-hmm. At the, and, and I think that's what that falls into as far mm-hmm. as the, the comfortability mm-hmm. of, you know, conveniency of, you know, let me let me find out what, you know, like if, if, if for an example, if my boy buys a brand new car, to me, you know, I'm, I'm speaking, that's a level of, wow, let me find out what he's doing right. But he just bought a car. He didn't buy nothing crazy, you know, but to me, that, that, that's a level up. Mm-hmm. I, I'm using it as an example. It could have been a house. It could have been whatever, yeah. whatever step up in that maybe I set a goal. Let's say I'm living in an apartment. I want to get a house. And one of my boys got just bought a house. That doesn't mean he's rich, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go up to him and be like, hey, so how'd you do it? What's the process? You know, what, what's the process? You know, mm-hmm. I'm asking somebody in my level. So it could be poor. It could be mid-class. It could be whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. definitely not rich, but mm-hmm. I'm asking him what's the process. But you you, you can't ask a rich person that because that, that's a long, you know, story behind that, I'm sure. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't. A lot of the rich people that I see, I'm not gonna say that I know, that I see, they don't come from the poverty-stricken areas. They come; it's an inheritance. A lot that I see that they, you know, that was is passed over from their parents that had the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is from what I see a lot of, and, and that goes to actors too. Mm-hmm. You see these actors; their dad's acting, famous actors. I mean, you could go down the line and look at that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so anyway, so that goes what you were saying, Ron. I'm just saying that that goes to that level of the comfortability of you're gonna ask people in your circle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how it goes. Um, so I want to ask a question though. How are you guys with saving? Do you feel like are you guys savers or like do we have any spenders here? I suck at it. I, I'm not gonna lie. I suck at it <laughs> because the the. This is this is this is what it is for me, right? You hear this, right? Save for a rainy day, right? And most people tell you, okay, you gotta save because you know you don't never know what's gonna happen. I'm a firm believer you're gonna get what you say, right? So if you saving for a rainy day, what you think God gonna give you? Mm-hmm. Gonna give you that rainy day because you you saving for it. All right, so you saving for it, here it is right here. You got the money to do it. For me, I'm always looking for different ways to invest my money. I'm I'm not attached to money. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm not attached mm-hmm. to it at this point. Like, could that be an addiction? It could be, because I'm I'm looking for other avenues to. Not only for my kids, but I'm looking for generational wealth. I'm looking for something outside of the next five years, ten years. I'm looking to build an empire, and it could be. I'm, only thing you need is one thing to work, and your life is completely changed. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, oh, okay, we're going to invest in this. I'm going to do my research, but I'm not just going to like, hey, let me talk. No, that could be the thing that literally unlock the next level for me. So I'm always like, mm-hmm. okay, what can I invest in now? What can I put this? Because if I don't invest, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out to eat with Mario somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to go do something else. You know, you know, it's funny, too, because I, <laughs> I had this conversation with my, with my oldest son, and I told him, it's rough because... I, I, it's like most people come 
from a dynasty. We have to build a dynasty. We, we were, it wasn't passed down. You know what I'm saying? We didn't come from that. So um, it's, it's, it's already weight, a weight on our kids, especially the, the son, our sons. You know, like, I'm like, my son's like, I don't have millions in the bank ready for him to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, he has to kind of like do the same thing, you know, like, so I try to, we try to prep our kids to to put them in that winning slot, you yeah. know, to make sure that they winning. But, um, but yeah, so it, it, it's a difficult, difficult thing. But I think investing, what you were saying, Ron, I, I've always looked in, like, I wanted to look into that. Let me say that. I wanted to curiosity but to me in my i'm, I'm gonna speak for me talk to me now uh, don't don't sh don't shoot the message I'm a, uh, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> it's like gambling bro it's for me it's gambling because i'm not saying not to do it i i'm all for it but mm -hmm. it, it's a worry because you you can lose big time yeah you, yeah you can lose like when you bought those new jordans did you lose the money on that about what when you bought the new jordans did you lose money on that uh, yeah, yeah, but you know, I get to wear those out for a while. Oh, you do, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is it bring you any more money? No, it don't okay. bring me no more money. But yeah. but I didn't buy it with the intention to bring me money. When you invest, you're investing with the intent of making money out of that, correct? So you don't mind throwing money out the window? No, I ain't throwing money out the window. So I when never you buy said shoes, that. That's that's that's, that's the not waste throwing of, money out the window. Listen, if are you not, the last one of these to talk about shoes? What do you talk about? I, I sell some of my shoes. And I can make some money out some of my shoes. You don't. <laughs> I, I, listen, <laughs> we, we're not talking about that. We we talking about money talks. That's the name of this. I look at it as this: if I'm not going to invest, I'm going to waste the money anyway. Whether it's going out to eat, buying food, or every time we look at it. In today's world, we'll spend six dollars like it ain't nothing, or ten dollars like it ain't nothing daily. If you round that up in a month, how much is that? So here's the question: Are you still spending the six dollars and then doing the vacation? I'm not. Doing double. I'm not. So I'm taking the money that I would have bought something with, yeah. and I'm putting it over so here. So then that, that would make sense. So, I, I'm just listen. I'm just clearing, no, no, making I, sure I you. that you're not doing both. No, no, then, I got then, you. Then, <laughs> because my thing is like, look, okay, if I don't have money to eat, that's cool because I know I took the money and I put it somewhere else. Because you got to think, after you eat that meal, you're only satisfied for the two or three hours that you, mm -hmm. you know, digested. Then it's like, okay, what? What did I really get out of this? And not saying that you're going to go out and starve yourself. I'm not saying that, guys. But I'm just saying that there's other ways that you can use the money. Some people have a Starbucks addiction. Think about how much money you're spending on Starbucks a day. Yeah. I got a coffee addiction, so I know. Like, uh, exactly. I, and like every day I go to work. Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. Dunkin Donuts. But you, <laughs> you have. Every day I go to work. Just, just think. Not every day, but. But just think and say. <laughs> What if Jimmy said, you know what, for this month, I'm not going to buy Dunkin'. I'm going to take whatever money I was going to spend at Dunkin', I'm going to invest it in a stock. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. what, that's $150, $200, $300 that you invest in a stock. And what if the stock moves up and you made, okay, what if instead of you buying Dunkin', you invested in Dunkin'? So now you own Dunkin' Donuts. So now when you go, whenever when everybody else is buying coffee, you're making money off mm -hmm. the, the money that, that you would have made right then and there. Yeah. So it's just like, that's the way we got to kind of look at money. Yeah. And, and, and people, you, when you see people be successful in the stock market, they didn't do that overnight. Exactly. They didn't do it overnight. And, and if you, you have to be okay with the losses. So I say, if you're going to jump into it and you're fresh at it, start small. Start small. Like you can say, maybe the dunk. Like, how much is a Dunkin' Donuts coffee? Two, two and change. Two and change. At least you. I mean, you talk about coffee or donuts? Like what you get? Just a, like, I, I just a, get a coffee. Like so you, you're two and change. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just 
just say I'm gonna just drink the coffee at home and skip that and invest that into something for about a month and just see how it goes. They're not saying they'll break the bank and go all in right away. No, just build your way to there. I find excuses because my wife tells me, just make coffee at the house we all and do. bring it to work. I'm like, we ain't got no cups. I'm going to leave a cup in the car. I'm making a mess. I'd rather just go get the... But she's right. Like obviously, it's, we do. it's uh, you know we I make can make better. coffee at the house. Bring it. There's a lot and, of things we can do. Yeah, I got bring. Yeah. I could buy paper. You know, not paper, but you know what I mean. Like the, the cups, throwaway yeah. cups. At you know at Walmart and and do I could do all that. I get, but you know I'm, I'm acknowledging it's just simpler. I just get in the car, buy the coffee, drink it, throw it out, move on with my life Go on. for two bucks. For two bucks, that's it. That's it. That's you it. know, it's not you know. Yeah, it's there. It's just a matter of sometimes you have to sacrifice and. And I believe in the law of reaping and sowing. So, you know, if you start seeds. sowing and putting seeds in different places, and like seeds, they don't grow overnight sometimes, depending on what you're planting for, what, you, what you're sowing for. So we just have to just basically get uncomfortable, um, not always be the smartest person in every room we go into. Yeah. Get into a room. As a matter of fact, um, I, I hooked up with a buddy of mine out in Dallas who's doing like life insurance and stuff like that. He's, talking, he's been doing it for like eight years, I think, something like that. And he has a track record of being successful in it. Uh-huh. He said, I can give you the plan, but you have to stake it out for 90 days. He's like, if you give me 90 days after that, he goes, no pressure. If you want to, you see if it's successful for you, and you want to continue, go ahead. If not, no sweat off my back. I'm still doing what I got to do. Uh-huh. But it's intimidating because I don't even know the lingo. Yeah. I don't know what this means and what that means and annuities. and all that. I don't know. Uh-huh. So I feel like I'm not smart in this room. But if I want to get to where he's at, exactly. I got to sit behind a teacher, mm-hmm. let them teach me to learn this skill. Mm-hmm. Not saying this is going to be the next thing for me, but it's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. If it hits off, it takes off. Amen. If it doesn't, I still tried. Exactly. I don't lose anything. And these are like these are like Bible principles, man. What, yeah. did, what did the, the, the disciples do? They served. Mm-hmm. They got under Jesus. They, they listened. Like, and this is stuff that we need to take into you know real life consideration. Like, okay. What did Jesus do? He went around serving people. Yeah. If if you want information, if you find a mentor, don't go ask it. Oh, hey, how you do this? Hey, what do you need help with? Can I can I serve. take you out to lunch? Can I serve you? Hey, bro, can we do this? And then you can kind of maneuver your way in. It's like, bro, we have this stuff in our hands, but we t- we do total opposite when we get in the real world. God, Jesus, He laid it out for us how mm-hmm. to be successful. Yeah. Right. How to network? What did He do? He went to go network. Yeah, he went and talked to different people. That, it's amazing you say that because uh, Pastor Ron Carpenter uh, mentioned one time. Uh, he said it to us in a meeting um, that uh, that uh, he flew out to be with his pastor. He's in California. I don't know if he was in California or South Carolina at the time, but his pastor's out in Dallas. Found out that he had a time slot. He had one hour. This is a mega church preacher. If I say his name, everybody knows him. Mm. And he found out he had one hour to spend with him to to. To have lunch with him what did he do he flew out bought him lunch just to sit down and listen to him speak into his life wow would wow. people do that nowadays nope. say hey ron let me take you out for lunch man with the intention that i just need to know some of your wisdom what you have so we have to sow into other people's lives that's important too when you find somebody who's ready to sow into your life and bring you up also reciprocate and bless the person. I love blessing people financially. Even even people that don't need the money. That just shows, you know, appreciation. It shows honor to do those kind of things. And 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 this is a great topic, man. I love this because it gets the wheels turning. It gets you thinking differently about yeah. money. And it's very important that we do talk about money. Um, and 
like I said, it's 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 also misquoted in the Bible. You know, like you said, Jesus served. Jesus wasn't broke though. Nope. Jesus was on a three-year mission that they needed money. They needed Jesus had a treasurer. Jesus was not homeless. People say Jesus, oh, he was homeless. He was not homeless. He was on the mission field. Jesus, if you read the Bible, he went back to a house um, at times. Um, so all these things, it, cause, because I'm saying this because there is a stigma that Christians shouldn't have money. Hmm. Oh, Christians shouldn't have the finer things. Oh, they're not being humble. He's got a Mercedes Benz. If a pastor rolls in with nice sneakers, or, 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 oh, they already think, you know, something, some funny business going on. We are children of God who has an endless supply of riches who is a king has a kingdom and we're his children what good father then wouldn't want the finer things for their children not saying that that's what we go after we don't chase those things but it's just being a part of the family what's you know what would scare the enemy kingdom-minded citizens god-fearing people with money in their hands because what we, you put money in our hands we're doing something to serve we're doing something to make this world better we try listen i i want to be a blessing to somebody else i want to bless somebody say man i don't i my rent i don't have i don't have that just got fired you know what brother i got you man don't even got to pay me back because i've been blessed and move that money that way there it is. because you don't see true bible believing christians winning the lottery nope. <laughs> but let, let me let me let me jump on that real yeah. quick Mar mario because i hear that i heard i definitely hear that yeah. i even see funny memes on it you know pastors or, or news but pastors driving jets i mean you know flying, flying jets, jets i'm yeah. sorry flying jets driving expensive cars and then people like well he's a pastor why does he have that why mm -hmm. let, me, let me say something about that the the people that's sitting there pointing the finger at that right if, if they were blessed with bentley's and able to fly they, they would be no. on it as well they wouldn't say so no what makes because you're a pastor you can't be it or because Correct. i'm a christian i can't be on that jet Listen, yeah. God blesses everyone. He don't just he don't bless yeah. certain people. He don't bless no, if if I'm blessed, if I'm blessed with money, I'm blessed with money. That's it. You look at it the way you want. I mean, what I do with the money is, is I could bless other people with with, you know, whatever I want to bless and then move on with my life and still live comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like and that's and the problem is people are looking at it from their lens of financially where they're at. They're not mm -hmm. looking at it like we're talking about God. He owns everything. Correct. So we're talking about a, a Bentley. That's nothing to him. Like, well, what's <laughs> <laughs> that's worldly. At some point, that thing's going to rust that's, up. That's it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about uh, you know, somebody, the pastor has a, a, a $20 million mansion. He's looking at God's upstairs looking like, but that's that's nothing. You, yeah. know, you know what, what I got up here? That's nothing. Yeah. So it's just that when, when people are they're looking at it from a, a, a lens of lack and they like man i wish i had that or or why does he got it because he's a I mean, it's it, look just because you're a christian don't mean you got to be broke bro yeah and yep. i'm I, and i'm gonna change that stigma like look if god bless me with it who am i to like tone down what he gave me yeah i'm gonna celebrate you because i want that uh, to fall on of me of course <laughs> bro look i'm hey yeah god did <laughs> and, it's, and it's crazy because everybody's okay when it's anybody else but the people of God. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's, like it's cool can, for rappers that. It's cool it. for rappers that 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 would curse the name of God in their songs. It's cool for non-believing people or anybody, anybody. But if you have a title in the church or you're a Christian, they say when you start getting some of those things, then you're not humble anymore. And and I don't know. 
them personally like that but i know of pastors who have the big houses the nice cars all that stuff but i've been around people around their circles that i know they don't even take a salary from their church that is from prior investments that they made um whether it's land um real estate or something like that but people don't they don't, don't want to find that. out where that came no, from. They're going to automatically no, 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 say, no, no. "Of course." And I get it too, because there has been a small percentage that has abused it. Absolutely. And you know how it is. The small yeah. percentage gets the makes the noise, and they people, you know, they 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 ride with, it and they say, "Oh, hell, all Christians are like that." No, there's good. There's, there's people that mismanage it, and people that manage it well. Every and that's and everything. everything. And every profession. I mean, when they did the uh, what was it, the Black Lives Movement. That was a big conspiracy that, that, that happened there. That was a there. big scam there. That was supposed to be a movement. Mm-hmm. Whether you believed it or not, that was supposed to be a positive movement. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. From from what we from what I read, all that money was it wasn't going where was they said going it was going to <laughs> certain individuals. It wasn't going mm-hmm. to you know what I mean. So that goes with anything, yep. man. Any, listen, anything could be perverted. Correct. That anything is correct. could be perverted. That is correct. And you can't label something that that you know when they pervert that you can't just say okay now I'm gonna label all of that. Correct. It's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now we're going back to the money, right? So you have money that is being laundered through the streets. You know what I'm talking about. Hustle through the streets and, and the dealers and all that, right? So now that, that's what's being labeled, though. All money's bad now. Yeah. Because I've heard, you know, oh, well, you know, that money eventually sometimes goes to the church. No, listen, it's that money's going to go wherever the, the person that has it in his hand does. That doesn't mean the money's bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Anything's labeled, you know, could be labeled that and, and you know, um, get get a bad rap. Yeah. That, you know, I don't want to put everything in a ball and say, that, 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 you know, all of it is bad. So, yeah. yeah. I just feel like, like you said, there's nothing on this earth that don't have a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> Money has a bad rap. That means you're going to stop using it. Yeah, exactly. If you have a dollar bill in your pocket right now, I'm pretty sure that dollar bill has circulated already through this country and done something, some evil with it. Yep. But once it gets in my head. It's gonna be all Flip good. it around. Yeah. What's your final thoughts, bro? <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, Mine is: if you don't like money, give it to me. Yeah, yeah. I seen all my cash out. Yeah. You, you looked you at my notes. That's my. <laughs> what I'm gonna say. You don't, you don't know what to do with it. Go Send it to Sling and Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do something nice with it. Mm-hmm. But um, my my thing would be um, get yourself in a position to where you understand how money really works, um, and get detached from it as soon as possible because money is supposed to be a seed yeah. and and when you plant your seeds which is, is your money that's when you really start to reap the harvest mm-hmm. and be patient because yeah. it's gonna take time like nobody knows how long it takes for apple tree to grow yeah yep. so, how, <laughs> so when you plant that seed just understand it's gonna take some time my biggest takeaway with money that i've learned is i've learned to circulate it you got to yes you do plan you do plan and you have some you know on the reserves but you have to circulate it because you want it to be flowing in your life, not you don't want to be a damn. Didn't um, it was a story in the Bible where I think God Jesus gave um some people some money and told them to go multiply. Yeah. They called it talents at the time, but it was money. Yeah, yeah. it was a currency. And then uh, they all like tried to cuff it, or they no they, majority of them doubled it or brought some back. One hit it. Yeah, he hid the talent, and Jesus was like you know the parable was take his talents and give it to the one that's gonna actually multiply it. Yeah. So he took it away from them, and he thought he was doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose it, so I'm not going to invest it. I'm just going to hold on to it, Come on, man. but I'm not going to make it grow. Come on. God gives you resources. Everything, God is a God of multiplication. Yeah. Everything he gives you, he's looking to see, are you going to multiply it? Come on, man. That's good, man. Come on, man. Hey. My takeaway is uh, it's, 
Listen, as important as money is, do not allow that to be your downfall, your stress. Don't That's overstress right. it. That's right. And because, listen, what I've, what I've learned, um, I can stress it all day. Let, you know, you could, be, you could stress and be like, man, this car payment is due. Mm-hmm. I ain't got the money. Stressing over it is not going to pay that, that car note. No, sir. It ain't. It ain't going to pay it. And I know and I get it because I was in that predicament where I'm like, well, praying ain't going to do it either. But guess what? Praying on it always helped me. Now, lately, it's always has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but just don't allow it to, to weigh you down and make it yeah. to where it's a priority where you got to worry about that, yeah. worry about it, stress. Because then you're going to start lacking on other areas. Yep. And it's, it's, it's a bad way to go. So yeah, It'll consume you. It will, yeah. man. It really does. So just don't, just listen, pray on it and uh, give it to God. And that's it, man. It's, it's, believe it or not, it's that simple. That's right. <laughs> you know, as, as crazy as that sounds, it's that simple. So that's my takeaway on that. Right, man. It's been man. a good show, gentlemen. Good talk, good conversation. Great, man. I yep, love it, yep. man. I love it, man. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. Stay blessed. Salute. We out of here. Thank you for listening to Sling and Stone. If you like what you hear and you're interested in taking this journey with us, hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you have any questions, comments, or discussion topics, please email us at slingandstonepodcast at gmail.com. Take care.